Hello, everyone. I'm Bernadette H., Compulsive Overeater, and thank you for allowing me to do service here tonight. I'm going to open with a short passage from the big book on page 193. Telling my story reminds me that I could go back to where I was if I forget the wonderful things that have been given to me or forget that God is the guide that keeps me on this path. If it wasn't for my higher power in this program and fellowship, I would not be where I am today having a, a, a life beyond my wildest dreams. Um, I came to OA during the pandemic um, because I couldn't even keep 10 pounds off. Um, I had uh, been seeing a professional, a medical professional for a number of years, like six years. I, she gave me a food plan. She taught me all about portions. She uh, gave me exercise plans. I still couldn't keep the, even 10 pounds off. And what was missing from my life was OA, was the steps, was the tools, was the program. Because I still have the same food plan. So the food plan wasn't enough. I still have built upon my exercise plan. So that alone wasn't enough. I have built upon my food knowledge. So that alone wasn't enough. It was the program that I needed. Um, so I, I heard a fellow say uh, when they speak, they want to say different things. Um, and, and and I want to follow in that. I um, I speak regularly at this at this meeting, and I don't. I want to continue to share different aspects of my of my program. So I recently read. Oh, and literature is very very important to my program. If you could see me, I'm at my dining room table, and I have. Uh, like four OA books. I have the big book. I have uh, the body image book here. I have the 12 steps. I have the four today. I have Voices of Recovery because the literature is a vital part of my program. And one thing that I'm learning right now is to take care of Bernadette, to take care of myself. And a reading in uh, for today on February 6th, it says, just for today, I will look as good as I can and dress becomingly. What a difference that little suggestion made in my outlook and my life. I put on a good dress just to go to a meeting, and suddenly I feel as wonderfully free of the burden of myself as if I have stepped right out of my fat body. It is not a side of vanity, but self-acceptance to dress as becomingly as I can, no matter where I'm going. My wardrobe doesn't have to be expensive or large. There, that These are not the criteria. How I dress and how I look are clues to how I'm feeling about myself. For today, what am I wearing and how do I look? And when I read that, I really took that to heart because I used to look terrible. I didn't care about how I looked when I went out. And I had this mindset of, oh, I'll buy new clothes once I get to a certain size, or, oh, I'll buy things once I get to my goal weight. And the the reading has really transformed how I see myself and how I take care of myself appearance-wise because it does make me feel good. 
you know, when as I've lost weight and I've I wear jeans a lot. I love jeans, love to be comfortable. So as I've needed to buy the next smaller size, I don't have to buy. I've learned I don't have to buy ten pairs of the next size. And I buy you know several pairs and you know I rotate them, and so I can look the best I can you know and feel good about myself. And I regularly you know get get my go to the beauty salon and get my hair done. And I wear earrings when you know when I go to the grocery store and just things that I've never done to wear. I want to look as best I can, regardless of where I'm going, and it makes me feel good about about myself. And it's a, it's a, a similar concept in the body image relationships and sexuality on page eight. It says, when I get dressed to go out into the world, I need to look cute to myself in the mirror. If I don't think I look good, I'm hiding. And that really spoke to me as well because I want to look good to myself before I present myself to anyone. And it really has helped me feel good as I go. I'm not at my goal weight. I'm not, and, 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 I, and I say goal weight, I don't even really have a goal weight anymore. My My health professional told me she just wants me to be at a, uh, healthy uh, body fat percentage. So that's like that's my that's my goal now. Um, so it's been a, it's been a journey to take care of Bernadette, and I've never had been able to do it before coming to program. My my mother made a uh, photo album for my daughter for her birthday when she turned twenty one uh, just this spring. And it had all these pictures in it of my daughter's, you know, whole life. And, of course, and it, you know, as her mother, I'm in the pictures. And I'm looking at these pictures like, oh, my goodness, I really did not take care of myself. I really, did, I really didn't do my hair. I didn't just put any effort into my appearance. And um, I'm thankful I don't live that – I'm thankful I don't live that way anymore. Um Another part of my program that's very important to me is service. Um, service keeps me going to meetings. Service keeps me connected to the fellowship, whether I'm speaking at a meeting, whether I'm sponsoring, talking to one of my sponsees, whether I'm on a meeting and I volunteer to read the steps or read or speak about a tool. Um, I'm the intergroup rep for my for my home meeting. Service keeps me connected, and it keeps me because I want I want to um, fill my fulfill my commitment, um, all while not overextending myself. Which I'm glad I'm I'm not doing I'm not doing that. So I'm thankful for for service today because it, it keeps me connected. It keeps me. One day at a time, being abstinent because, you know, even speaking at this meeting, I need to have six months of current abstinence. I personally don't track days, but I do know my abstinence date for my alcoholic food uh, was uh, April 21st, 2021. So I've recently celebrated uh, two years of 
of abstinence. And uh, other than that, I don't. Other than that, I don't count any time. Another uh, line in the big book that means a lot to me is on page 355 that one drink is too much and a hundred drinks are not enough. That was my life before coming to the program. You know, a lot of my alcoholic foods are are sugar-based or carb-based, and I couldn't eat one of anything. I would eat a roll. I would eat a bag. I would eat bowls and bowls of things, and that fit me to a T when when I first when I first heard it. And because of one day at a time, my higher power, I don't have to li- I don't have to live that way anymore. I don't have to stuff my feelings with uh food or try to anyway. And this it doesn't even work. And uh for today it says on page 357, food as an anesthetic has the shortest lifespan of all addictive substances. So that that feeling I would feel from eating any of my sugary treats, it would just be gone so quickly. And then I was still left with my feelings. I was still left with the problem I was dealing with with the challenge that I had, with with the stress I didn't want to cope with, with the frustration. And now I'm learning over the past two years how to deal with my feelings, how to deal with my emotions. And I get less and less frustrated and less and less angry, um, and I'm becoming more 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 neutral and be able to express myself and my and my feelings. And on and for today one line it says there's never on October second, page two seventy six, there's never an end to to change, to growth. And that's what I'm learning. You know, um the more I grow, the more I want to grow and the more I do not I d I don't I want to stay in the program and living in recovery for the rest of my life because I'm not, I haven't arrived. There's more things that can be approved, improved about Bernadette. Um, just today I was realizing um, I still have some areas that I'm, I'm over planning. I don't plan like I used to, and that's, that's the truth. My, my family could attest to that. But I'm recognizing there's still subtle ways and I'm trying to plan things that that don't need to be planned. So I want to continue to 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 grow, and I want to continue to learn from from other people in the fellowship, those that have gone before me, learn from newcomers, learn from long timers, and just continue to grow every day. Another thing program has taught me is to have fun in my life. My life for, I'll be 47. I like telling my age. <laughs> I'll be 47 next month. And for, so I came to program, my life was pretty devoid of fun because I thought that 
I could enjoy life after my to-do list was done. You know, my to-do list ruled everything. It ruled um, what I would do, time with my family, time with my husband, time with my daughter. Oh, my daughter wanted to play a game? Nope, I got to do, I got to finish my to-do list first. And the to-do list was never done. It was never done. It was always more and more things to do, super long, and it was never completed. So in OA, in this program, I've learned, yes, it's okay to have a to-do list, but it, it doesn't rule my life. And I've learned flexibility in program, which I've never had before. Um, things that I used to plan the whole day or week or month or year out, and today I, I don't live that way. Like, there will be things I could come home from work and do in the evening that I didn't know I was going to do in the morning because I didn't plan it. And um, my higher power, which I call God, helps me be flexible uh, each and every day. Uh, I'll take a brief moment to talk about Step 11, um, thought through prayer meditation to improve Improve my con- our conscious contact with God as I understood him, praying only for knowledge of his will for us and the power to carry that out. So my step 11, I, I do that each morning, um, set aside time for prayer meditation to ask for God's will in that day, ask God to help me to be flexible in that day, and to be to be quiet and to listen. Before... Um, beginning this practice and deepening this practice. Um, I did have a faith when I came to OA, but as it says in the 12 and 12, I didn't think God cared about my eating problem. I thought God had other things to be more concerned about. So that was me. But now I know that my higher power, God, does love me and does care for me and does and is concerned about my eating and my food food choices. Um, so also part of my morning prayer meditation time, I read the Voices of Recovery for today. I'm not those those readings for the day. And if I'm struggling, if I if I'm having a challenge, you know, I will uh, find a reading that I've read before. I have a lot of things underlined in my book or use the index and go back uh, to, a, to a topic. Um, I do write down my food uh, every day. I have a food notebook that I keep, um, old-fashioned pen and paper, write down my food, track my water. Um, I don't tell my sponsor specifically what I eat every day. That's just, well, we've never done that. I have the same sponsor for the past two years. Um, her guidance with me is more the emotional and spiritual part of the program. and But I do commit to her every day to following my food plan. I send her an email, and I've been doing this for several months now. I send her an email and say, you know, I commit to following my food plan today. And then I'll tell her anything else that's going on or in, in my day, um, in the morning. And then 
sending out in the evening inventory that I do each night and, and email it to her. Um, if something changed in my food, I, I can take the opportunity to tell to tell her that at, at that at that time. So in closing, I have a few few minutes left. There's just the the program is just wonderful, and if anyone that's new to new to OA, new to um, the meeting, struggling if they're abstinence, I would just encourage you keep coming back. Don't leave before the miracle happens. Just stay in the room. Get a sponsor if you don't have one. Get phone numbers. Um, and give your phone number out so other fellows can reach out to you um, as well. So thank you for allowing me to share some aspects of my of my program tonight, and I'm thankful for this opportunity to to give service. And I will end with a favorite reading in Voices, excuse me, in For Today. It's December 2nd. And I read this, this part every day for months since I read it at the end of last year. Never be in a hurry. It's on page 357. Never be in a hurry. Do everything quietly and in a calm spirit. Do not lose your inward peace for anything whatsoever, even if your whole world seems upset. Commend all to God, then lie still and be at rest in his bosom. I I read that on a daily basis and sometimes throughout the day, just to practice being calm, to practice not being in a hurry, to slow my mind down, to slow my thinking down, to literally walk slower. I would be at work in the office and, okay, I'm not going to be in a hurry, and just walk slower in the in in the office because I was always on the run. I was always on the go. I always had to be doing something. And programmers has taught me to slow down and enjoy life. You know, springtime here and here and the flowers are blooming. It was a beautiful sunny day here in Pennsylvania where the part of Pennsylvania where I live. And before coming to program I would have never noticed the flowers, never noticed the beautiful sky never noticed anything because I was too wrapped up in my head, too busy planning everything. And today I'm living in recovery. And it's it's amazing. And I don't ever want to go back to life how it was before. I was miserable, angry, mean, controlling, perfectionistic. And I'm not that Bernadette anymore. So thank you again for allowing me to do service. Uh, my phone number is uh, area code 412-793-8916, and it's Eastern Standard Time, and it's a landline, so you will have to call. Thank you again, and I'll pass. Thank you so much, Bernadette, for sharing your experience, strength, and hope with us. Um, let me turn off the recording.